that one was a gut punch. You know, the game really literally just ended. I had to turn it off before, you know, Matt Ryan does those kneel downs. I don't want to watch that. I want to do this podcast, get it over with. Wake up tomorrow, write that newsletter, patreon.com, backslash Seamus Clancy, $2 per month. Get that newsletter right in your mailbox every Monday through Friday. That sucked. That really, really, really sucked. Just just a gunch punch. Just a gut punch. Gut punch. Here, Jetro Booman, episode number two, week two. The Eagles are now one and one. That sucked. Totally different emotions this episode rather than last week when I came back week one. Tonight was just a mess. A mess. I mean, from the first play from scrimmage, they lost to Sean Jackson, Alshon Jeffrey, and Dallas Goddard, who I think got hurt during warm-ups with the same calf injury he had during the preseason. So really... On the first, before the game even started or on the first play of the game, they had lost three of their top five receiving targets between those three and Zach Ertz and Nelson Aguilar. 24-20 final. Oh, my God. My stomach is so sick. I didn't even, I didn't even drink anything in the entire second half. I just couldn't do it. Work tomorrow. Up late. Just want to go to bed. Ugh. Everyone was so uneven. Even the guys who played the best and who I'm so proud of how they played so hard and fought. I can't help but wonder they made some of the worst plays of the game while simultaneously making some of the best plays I've ever seen watching the Eagles. Darby was looking like 2015 Byron Maxwell out there just mercilessly getting picked on by Matt Ryan and the Falcons offense and it wasn't even translating in the points for them he was just getting beat and Ryan was overthrowing them and they probably should have been down a lot more if those receivers come down with the ball and get you know another 14 points on the board for Atlanta then he has that big interception and that turns things around a little bit Eagles got some points on the board but if it wasn't for him getting toasted completely so much early, maybe they're not in that position. Then I think of Wentz, who obviously I'm a huge Wentz defender, Wentz apologist, whatever your perception is. If you're more negative against Wentz, I'm a Wentz apologist. If you're more positive about our franchise quarterback, just a Wentz believer. I don't know if he was hurt. He did take a gigantic, gigantic shot in the ribs in the first quarter and clearly got hurt by that. And I'm wondering after that, if you had trouble twerking or, you know, that knee, that's always a problem or that's always in every Eagles fans back in the head. Is he having trouble planting that? You know, he's always throwing off his back foot on the run, all these Houdini bullshit. And he had his first interception was whatever it was. He scrambled on third down, threw it up. You can say it's a long pun. If you want to, you can say it's a dumb mistake. I don't care that, Early in the game, you know, one sucked first half last week. You're thinking it'll even itself out. The second interception, that's 
that's Brett Favre-esque where Wentz is bringing so much to the table and simultaneously taking it away with his ability to extend plays and be aggressive and try to do so much. And that was clearly an example of doing way, way, way too much. But in the second half, he just was incredible. And that's not really going to show up in the stat line. Let me see what he had. 25 completions on 43 attempts, 231 yards, a disgusting 5.4 yards per attempt, a touchdown, two interceptions. Then he had three carries for three yards and a touchdown, all those little QB sneaks that he had, which he's unbelievable at. And I think that's a great sign for him going forward if he's really, really willing to put his body out there and dive and get his knee hit up and his chest hit up and his ribs hit up. And that's a good sign going forward if you're going to take away little positives of this game. But I don't think I'm really going to take any positives away from this game. I don't know. Maybe I will. Once balled out, <sighs> Aguilar, I feel like Aguilar's entire career is this, this up and down redemption arc where you're disappointed by him and then he does these things and, you know, you know, he had his 2015 season as a rookie. He's pretty non-existent in chips last year. 2016, it felt like I was watching a 2016 Eagles game out there with the receiving core they had. They had Ertz, they had Aguilar. And then I had, you know, Matt Collins, who didn't play football last year and really a special teamer. They had J.J. Ortega-Whiteside, who did he even have a catch? One catch for four yards when he is your starting outside receiver for essentially the entirety of the game. Not great. Oh, my God. I don't even... What do we even call that game? What's that game known as? It's not the body bag game. There was already one of those. Is it body bag game two? There probably was a body bag game two, and I don't even know about. Julio's Revenge, is that what we're going to call it? You know, they were were really, really, really overdue for (laughs) Julio Jones' fourth quarter touchdown, and... You know, obviously not trading January 2018 for shit in life. But that stung, and Andrew Sandejo, oh, my God, just just caught the dude. I don't even want to see his face. I don't want him on this team. It's just negative energy to me having Andrew Sandejo on the birds. For those of you who don't know, Andrew Sandejo is the Eagles' third safety. And... In 2017, he was the starting safety for the Minnesota Vikings, who had the top-ranked defense, then came into Lincoln Financial Field and got absolutely routed. And during the course of the game, on a handoff to LeGarrette Blunt, he completely put Sandeo on his ass, just wrecked him, chalk outline on the field at the link, as Blunt stumbled and rumbled, whatever Chris Berman line you want to say, into the end zone. And having him on the team feels weird. You know, I've been making 38-7 jokes for the last, what, 20 months or whatever it's been, 20 months. And now I have this guy on the team, and he had a phenomenal sack in the third, late in the third quarter, I believe it was, when Jim Schwartz really started dying on the blitz. And, you know, that fourth and three conversion, we'll always think about that. You know, Julio breaking three, four, let me see how long. I think that was like 51 yards. Long of 54. So he had 54-yard touchdown on fourth and three. <sighs> Julio's revenge. 
And what I'm thinking about Andrew Sandeo in that game is not that big sack he had where Jason Lipschitz, phenomenal music writer, responded to my one tweet, love Jason, saying that, oh, no, after I said the Eagles should cut Sandeo at halftime and just play 10 on 11 defensively because he had that huge sack. And it was a huge sack. And it really built up some memento. Momentum, not memento. I do love Christopher Nolan, though. Oh, fuck. Fuck. Work tomorrow is going to fucking suck. But yeah, I'm just going to think of Andrew Sandeo getting his ass planted at the link by Blunt and then him just chasing and chasing and chasing and chasing Julio down the field when there was zero chance in hell they were catching him. Aguilar dropped that touchdown. That's a, you know, he catches that ball and he doesn't stop running. He's running into the end zone. He's running out of the, out of the stadium, running to the airport, hopping on the charter flight, getting the frig back to Philly. They, like they stole a game and they should have stolen it. They played so, so, so poorly in really every phase of the game, defensively, offensively, special teams, that huge fumble by Clement. Clements. Clements. Not Clements. Clements. Yeah, Corey Clements. Corey Clements fumble. Huge. He gets injured, just like every other person on this team got injured during the game. That's huge. Oh, God. And then Aguilar makes, again, one of the most spectacular catches I've ever seen in traffic. Two guys around him getting draped. Wentz looked like, oh my God, Aaron Rodgers out there rolling left, getting about to be wrapped up by three 300-pound men off his back foot and converts on fourth and 14, fourth and 14. As they're lining up for that play, I'm thinking, if they get this and they win this game, I'm going to be thinking about fourth and 14 in my head. Not to the same level of fourth and 26, obviously, but... When you say 4th and 14, I was going to know what you were talking about. But no one's going to remember that now. Yeah, it'll show up in the highlight tape from Wentz, along with the, you know, through two of the worst passes I've ever seen him throw tonight, and he threw about, you know, three or four of the best passes I've ever seen from him. His mobility's back. He can definitely move. I guess the refs don't realize that because they called him for one of those bullshit fake sacks where... You know, the fender's on them. They're stopping the play. They're trying to prevent injuries, blah, 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 blah. I, I don't care. It's Carson Wentz. That's what he does. He gets wrapped up, and then he's no longer wrapped up. That's, his, that's what makes him special is his maneuverability in the pocket and his ability to escape pressure on third and even fourth down and make something out of nothing. Ugh, that fake sack. Fake sacks. You know, I'm not blaming Aguilar. You know, he was their best receiver. They're playing Hollins and Ortega Whiteside on the outside. And he stepped up with that. Oh, my God, that drop. That drop. <laughs> because you know he was thinking six. He was thinking six before he even caught it, which is human. But I'm not an NFL receiver, but I'm sure that's not what they teach you to do. Oh, he played so well, but I'll just remember that play. He made that unbelievable catch on fourth down but all I'll remember the worst part of me as an Eagles fan will remember 
that drop because he was just thinking six. He already had his head looking the other way. And it was a 2016 level draw from him when we needed a 2017 level performance from everyone on the team on the offense. Ugh. That was rough. Need some notes throughout the game. See whatever I want to say about that. <laughs> 